0: Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new podcast Music to live for with Shanti, it's me, Shanti a Swiss musicologist and stage manager talking with different artists and discussing different topics belonging to the music business Fred is not just a big every time I die fans but also a great fighter and a dad we discuss what does it mean living in Alabama the mental strength required for a fight and the fact that we miss going to concert so let's go! Check this
1: out. Music too late for We shout.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this brand new episode of Music to Live For with Shanti. Um here today with a guest from the States, from Alabama. My man, how are you doing? Doing great, man. I'm really happy to be here. Happy to talk to you finally. I'm so happy that we found the time finally uh, to have the chance to talk, because uh, this is an information for the listener. Uh, we... we Got in touch like years ago. Thank you, Social Networks. Thank you, The Passion for Music. Thank you, The Stride Edge. And uh, we kept talking and sharing good music. And uh, and now I thought, why not to talk about our passion together on this platform, on Music to Live for with Shandy. My friend, I'll let you introduce yourself for the audience. Okay. Uh, hey,
1: everybody listening. My name is Fred Weaver. I am from the States. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, specifically. Um, Shanti said I have a very strong passion for music. It motivates me to get through the work days, my workouts, my training to fight, just my day-to-day life. Music is a very great motivator for me. And yeah, it's a <laughs> like it, it, It's played a very large role in my life and a lot of my relationships because I've worked in work security and music venues for years so I've met some bands that I like I've become a fan of bands just from seeing them live and sometimes develop relationships with some people in that band or adjacent to the band just from being around it so much and yeah
0: yeah so it just it's not just music something to listen to but it's also something to live for something that that you also have the chance to live and embrace so Absolutely. This is one of those points that I always uh, found very interesting, not just related to the hardcore scene, but also in other kind of music. The fact that um, you can be there just to enjoying uh, the music, because sometimes we yeah. forget that music is there to to be listened to, and not and sometimes there is this idea that okay, if you're in a specific place, listen to that specific band or artist, or you have to be definitely that connoisseur. You have to be an expert, you know, like you need to know all the rules. No, just music, just enjoy that moment. It's
1: art. It's there to be enjoyed. For the first, I mean, growing up, I only listened to like a lot of rap and I got into hardcore in my later teens. So, And I still have a lot of love for rap and hip hop and all of that, but it's... uh, I'm not as vested in it as I am hardcore, but I am still very much a, I wouldn't say a connoisseur of any sort, but I very much do love good hip hop.
0: Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm.
1: So the same way I love good hardcore, hardcore that hits me differently than a lot of like mainstream stuff that yeah, they may have bigger crowds and make more money and all of that blase blase, but I'm not there to for them to make money. I'm there because it's what I love. It's what I have a passion for.
0: All right, all right. That's interesting. I, I need to ask you something from the background. You know, you say you are from Alabama. Uh, I'm from I Switzerland, am? middle of Europe. I I have to be honest. I never been in the states. And for me, Alabama. Okay, maybe it sounds like a joke, but for me, Alabama is related to Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll you take know, that. this is you know, people just. I know this is the way I know about it. And um, w- how is living there? Because I interview a friend of mine from uh, Florida. I guess he, he was huh? living in the near from Miami, something like this. And it was interesting yeah. to to listen to you a little bit how what does not mean living in, in that kind of... In, this, in that part of the States. And uh, to me, I'm um, very interested to see how, how di- did you, did you born there or or did you move there uh, as young? Or, and how is, is living there as a, as, a, as, a, yeah. as a colored person, I have to ask. Yeah,
1: I am, a, yeah, I'm born and raised here. Like I've never lived anywhere else. Years ago, I was gonna move, but I'm very much a mama's boy. So leaving my mom just was not an option. But uh, Alabama gets a very bad rap as far as stereotypes go. We're the quote-unquote country folks, the dumb ones, the inbred ones. And to be honest, there are those people, but stereotypes exist for a reason because those people do exist. I am very happy to say that I am not one of those people. Um, I'm a staunch defender of alabama just because it's my home it's the place i love it's tattooed on me
0: yes and
1: like uh yeah like when i used to travel around for fights and different tours and for whatever reason i was traveling a lot of people were surprised that i'm from alabama because i apparently don't have a quote-unquote alabama accent like and it's it takes all types to make a community. So there are people that you never expect. There are some art being created by some people. There are some music being made by some people. There's a lot of forward thinking people here, just like there is anywhere else. So, but a lot of people tend to define a place by what they think is there. Because for some people that may think like, oh, Alabama, you must drive a horse and carriage or whatever bumfuck thing that they think is going on that may be going on somewhere but not in the city where i live so i can only defend what i know i don't go off what i assume is happening somewhere
0: yes of course and in the end this is the place as you said where you were born. you grew up there you love the place um i grew up also in the south of the country and it's interesting because even there there is a even in switzerland is a small country we people there sometimes have a kind of sp- Special mentality. Sometimes a little bit like it's it's fun the connection because sometimes people here say, "Oh, you come from that part of Switzerland." This is kind of rack neck of Switzerland, you know, like yeah, we same, this same idea, here. We take this 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 idea from the states, and uh, but uh, even if I uh, I don't live there anymore, my family's still there. Um, it's my youth. Uh, yeah, we have a yeah. wonderful. It's part a part of here. We have a wonderful lakeside, and, and this is, I, I have to be honest, I had a wonderful childhood there. Even if then growing up, then you discover a lot of dark sides of that. Then you notice even in the music scene, the small music scene, regional music scene, you notice that there is kind of restricted mentality, big dreams, but restricted, restricted mentality. And, uh, and in the, but in the end, this is from where you come from, and this is what you love. I mean, I, I will always bring that place with me in my heart, you know. Yeah. And the,
1: the internet, it's made the world so much smaller because I'm like right now, I'm talking to a guy from Switzerland. Yeah. I'm I'm just a dude from Birmingham, Alabama, who, you know. But the, the world's smaller and the the progressive mind state is more prevalent than any regressive thing that could ever come about. And the the internet has unified a lot of people who, with the same mindset, and that mindset is more positive than it is negative In my, from what I've seen. I don't, like, for talking about the internet, I don't follow things that make me mad. Like, I don't follow certain news sites. I don't follow certain people because they incite a certain feeling in people. I don't really dig negativity. I'm not the most positive person, I'll be honest about that. But I don't just... I don't want to spread negativity. Like if I'm having a bad day, you won't know about it. If I'm having a great day. You might not know about it, but you definitely won't hear about me complaining about what my life
0: is. Yeah.
1: I'm always trying to make things better for me make things better for my son, of course. And yeah, the, the world's not, I don't know how to say it, but uh, things aren't as bad as some people want to portray here. Like bad things happen everywhere. Mm -hmm. But the bad things get more pressed than the good things. And that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Um, I noticed also this with with the music scene. Um, It's so good that social media in the last decades just um, brought people together. Um, Yes. Of course, there is a lot of misinformation, a lot of uh, aggressivity, I would say. I mean, the, the internet is a wild place. It's a the, the new far, <laughs> far west in some ways. Um, but then uh, I had also had the chance to tour and um, it just even here in Europe, going to the north, northern countries, and you know, um, also there, you know, or maybe online or people normally got some kind of prejudice. And then you are there, um, you walk among them, you talk to them, you leave the society there. I mean, even just spending one day in Oslo um, yeah. it was wonderful because people were definitely different, you know. Um, they, uh, they smile more uh, or it was more interesting from where you come from in a positive ways, you know. It's not just... Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate that because then <laughs> when you tell them, oh, you know, I'm here because of the music or because of arts, you receive a lot of respect and interest in what you are doing, you know? And and this is amazing because uh, if not, you you stick tight to this kind of prejudice or uh, this kind of idea uh, that people have on other people. And this is sad. And
1: that could hold you back from meeting some really interesting people. We had, uh, speaking on the same note, we had Furnace Fest here back in September And that brought people from all over uh, the country, I think pretty sure from all over the world for this three day festival. And it went off without a hitch. And from my, away from some bands pulling out late and that kind of thing, that just kind of hard to avoid with that big of a festival and deal with that many artists. Mm -hmm. But it brought people here. who was like, man, Birmingham was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And, I met so many cool people, and there was this place and that place, and it, I can't wait, can't wait for it again next year, and I'll be back. And I personally got to meet a lot of just people that I've been talking to on the internet for years. A lot of random straight edge folks who are like, "Hey, I'm coming to Birmingham." I'm like, cool, I will see you when you get here, and that was awesome. I, and that was I, the first I love when that me.
0: happens. You know, just let, oh, let do. Know people let you travel somewhere. And I'm finally there, and let's meet, let's hang out. I mean, uh, we don't have yeah. to become friends, but just the fact that hey, I'm real, you know.
1: But yeah. To finally that, shake hands, to finally hug, that kind of thing, and I, yes. I love it.
0: Man, you 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 broke out a a very interesting topic, Fornas Festival. Um, I let you describe it a little bit because honestly, I I just saw some pictures. I just saw a lot of people on my social networks being there. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of band I love being able to play uh, live after this after this crazy COVID period, and I, I I really I I really enjoyed that kind of spirits of really um, raw concert. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. I mean you will be there, but to me being in Europe and look at it, it, it was so amazing. saying comeback kid. Singing uh, Falsinos oh. Falls, and there is now a video of Unearth, uh, one of the, my favorite metal bands. And you know, like playing there in this kind of stage with that kind of sound that is not a perfect one, but you see people really energic. But uh, yeah. for the audience, um, what is this Furnace Fest?
1: Well, uh, 20 years ago, Furnace Fest was just this, it was the same thing on a much smaller scale. It was just a uh, music fest here in Birmingham that a lot of us as hardcore kids we just, we looked forward to it. We enjoyed it. And over the past 20 years, it's been revisioned. Like it, we've everybody that was there looked back on it was like, man, that was so much fun. And over the years, there have been different music festivals in town. And we kind of all just all compared it to Furnace Fest. Like Furnace Fest was so much more fun and it had more bands that we liked. And um, when this was going to happen pre-COVID, we, everybody looked forward to it. And there was some people there were met, like, why don't they include this band and blah, 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 But I personally was just happy it was happening. There could have been, for a three-day festival, if there were just one band that I liked, just knowing that the festival itself was happening, I would have been happy. Mm-hmm. It, it. But um, it, hap- it But COVID put a pause on that. And it finally happened this year, and it was honestly everything that I hoped it would be. I only got to go two of the three days, but I enjoyed all of it. I got to see some friends play that haven't played in a while. Uh, the Judas Cradle and Haste, two Birmingham bands who have uh, who had stopped playing for a while.
0: Yeah. And
1: they played, and they're all friends of mine, and that really made me happy to see my friends back up on stage doing what they love. And Haste is going to be playing their final show next week, and I will definitely be there.
0: Okay, okay. But uh,
1: back to Furnace Fest, I got to see some bands that I haven't seen in a while, some bands that I've, I'd have i never seen before that I thought I would never see again. But, yeah, it was... I hope the... Um, I hope the pictures and videos that you saw of it put off the vibe of what was going on because I didn't see fights. There was no, like, the community itself looked out for each other. There's a a Facebook group of it, and everybody just looked out for each other ahead of it, during it and since then, because people are still posting in it, talking about what they want to see next year, improvements that they would like to see. The moderators of it are, they're involved, like, they post stuff all the time, too. So I'm just looking forward to it again next year. It was supposed to be a one-off, but apparently it's gonna be happening again next year. So that's something to look forward to.
0: Well, this is something positive that people want to keep this continuity because here in Europe uh, last year just destroyed a lot of uh, big festival Um, and a lot of uh, concert halls have to close. Um, And this is not just for rock music. I mean, even for uh, all all kinds of arts. And uh, it was kind of um, tragic, you know, because even right now uh, in my line of works, I noticed that um, there's a lot of small events that have to want to, you know, like normally Christmas concert. Uh, We have a strong tradition here in Europe uh, that in this period, there is a lot of concert going on, small and big. And um, a lot of uh, um, artists can play uh there is not enough money right now so you know knowing that uh even uh that scene uh, wants to keep doing something you know like uh, keep the tradition you know talking about this um i um i don't i don't know if shyulut played at furnas festival they did they did because because my my friend eric Dillon, uh the bass player um he also has been uh, a guest on my podcast shout out to eric um he uh, just posted a lot of pictures of the events, and um, um, the 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 most wonderful things was to see people smile again. Um, yes. Of course, wearing masks, but you will you see from yeah. the eyes. The eyes were talking, and yeah, the joy is there. <laughs> it, it was really, really, really um, peaceful. You know and uh, gave a lot of energy and I think motivates also uh, a lot of people out there to to keep going and keep believing in doing events like this um, because this is what we need Uh, it's like um, uh, I guess I was talking about that in another episode about how um, uh, yes of course music but also in art in general are so healthy for people in general even if you are not an expert or even if you don't really care, but sometimes you walk through the street and you listen to somebody playing. I know Mm -hmm. that this will put a smile on their face. And um, so, you know, um, in this case, looking at this, all this band playing all together and knowing that there are band that they got like that kind of songs that motivates generation of fans, uh, that was just great, just great. Because we grew up with this idea of live events, but there mm-hmm. is a generation right now that it's giving up uh, and is losing all these occasions. You know, to go to the concert, yeah, to leaving the mush, be- those feelings, the family, yeah, feelings. and uh, yeah. So it's important to to remember that ter- this is a part, impor- uh, an important part. Uh, of what you love, the music and the scene?
1: Absolutely. For a while, it took, uh, after a few months, it really started to hit me missing live music from going to see shows just as a patron and working at different venues. Like, I was always around live music and I felt like I kind of took it, took it, um, it for granted as much as I was because it really started to hit me like man I really want to go and see a live show like Mm -hmm. I missed it so much I would just sit and watch hate five six videos on YouTube and those are those kind of got me through for a bit
0: yeah I mean all this um I mean um I can remember I mean the last I guess the last concert I saw And I was there. It was like a a small opener um, during the summer. And this year we have also, we had like a a short summer in Europe, let's say. And, uh, but it was so an an experience. It was like, oh my God, what is that? Uh, You know, like, just like remember what it was and, and, uh, and, these feelings, this is what we need right now, I suppose, because um mm-hmm. there is a lot out there, there's a lot of things that makes people stressful. And um knowing that music is there to save somebody, wow well, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Um Yeah. I have a question for you because you said that you you I know I mean I you said but also I know you from the social that you, you are also a fighter, you're a boxer, right?
1: I am. Yeah, I've done mixed martial arts. I've done kickboxing and boxing. So, anyway, somebody wants to fight, I'm down to fight them.
0: <laughs> you know, I, how, how I did f- you get into this? Is something that you got as a as you were a child, or?
1: Uh, man, not at all. As a child, I played the more traditional sports. Well, here it's football, baseball, basketball. Those are our most popular sports. I played a little bit of soccer, but not really competitively. I just kind of kicked around with some friends that were more into it than I and I just did it as a something to do but um I didn't have my first fight until I was 26 okay so I got into it very late and it just came about because I finished uh college I'd gotten my first big boy job and I was just bored mm-hmm. uh I li- like I'm not a super competitive person but I like to compete it's just what I grew up doing. Like me and my friends were always playing basketball or football or something. We were always competing in something. And that's something I love to do. And I still, I love then and I still do love. But uh, the opportunity to fight came about because a friend of mine was commissioned to make shirts for this promotion that was getting started up. And they didn't have this deep roster of fighters to pull from. So they asked him if he knew anybody that would be looking to fight and he called me and I just said, sure, why not? And I, that was 2008 and I pretty much just jumped in head first. Okay. I took my first. I took my first few fights without training anywhere. I was just mimicking what I saw on TV and looking back at those I'm like, man, I look stupid but I was winning because I was just fighting local, tough guys in this you know kind of rural area mm-hmm. who were doing the same thing that I was doing, just kind of mimicking what they saw on TV. You know after a few fights, I came in contact with a guy who was opening a gym, and that's where I
0: trained, and
1: just kept it going from there.
0: Oh this is an interesting way to get into uh, a sport or because i I have a lot of respect for people doing this kind of uh, sports because um i'm more kind of guy who like ride a bike or skateboarding uh, here in switzerland a lot of snowboarding in winter um but i got a lot of respect because fighting is not just kicking and punching but it's also in your mind, you need to keep calm. You need to choose the right moment. I mean, it's it's an interesting uh, balance in between mind and body. Uh, and yeah. I guess sometimes maybe people underrate that because uh, how the also the sport is showed is more like this idea of machos or big man fighting yeah. fight. But who is really into it? Uh, I suppose. I mean, they have all my respect because. Um, let's just see what how they train uh, and everything. Yeah, the training.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry to cut you
0: is off. A, is a, no problem. Is, a, is a, there is a lot behind that, and so um, and I suppose that music also will help you, uh, motivate you doing all this training and daily routine in what you're doing.
1: Absolutely, the mental side of it is what's most important. You can have a guy or girl. With all the physical talent in the world, but if their mind isn't in the right place, they're not going to be successful. That's just the truth. And, uh, for me, music, um, like I, you, you know, you get to pick your walkout song, and if I hear a song that I walked out to in the past, it'll put me in a certain space. In my first few fights, I came out to a Russian Circle song, "Death Rides a Horse." which is still my favorite Russian circle song, probably because it's the one that's tied to the memory of me getting into fighting. But like, whenever I hear that, I think about that and I'm, it it puts me in a good space. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the training is what's most important. I wouldn't suggest somebody jump into it the way I did because you should have a coach coaching you and, making sure that you're actually ready to fight someone in that nature. But me, I was just kind of like, you know, whatever, let's do it. It was kind of the wild west days of the sport here in Alabama because we didn't have an athletic commission or any of that at the time. Okay, So it was pretty much, you put on a show, somebody wants to fight, okay, go fight. <laughs> That's what I did for a while. And uh, I fought as an amateur, meaning I fought for free for two years And then by that time, I got coach and he felt like I was ready to go pro. So that's what I did.
0: Well, this is definitely an interesting life experience and kudos because, as I said, I I know myself quite well right now and uh, um, I know where my limits are. And I know uh, that I will have really hard times, you know, get into that uh, mindset, as we said, focus Body, mind, uh, and put your 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 inner strength into this. And um, um, but this is something that um, is kind of a, a, a interesting. I would say this is something really interesting because um, this kind of uh, efforts and mindset you can put it also in other activities in your life. I mean, in yes. some way, some people uh, are. Um, are able to 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 use this energy to use that that uh, that uh, the grip into the fight um and other people maybe got the same the same energy but they 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 need they just need another way to let it out you know to 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 yeah. um, to, to put themselves to the test and um um something that i, I found always interesting because we were we were talking about uh fighting, uh, is about violent dancing, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, this is something that always always fascinated me. I did a lot, I received a lot of kick in the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But um, it's still something that's still uh interesting and amusing me while on the concert. I have to be honest, um I know that when you listen to this, some kind of metalcore and beat down, it's kind of related to being a little bit aggressive in that way. Um, but I have to, um, for the audience who is listening to right now the podcast, violent dancing is, uh, or also commotion, it's just when the band stops playing and, and you start like kicking, screaming punching the floor, honestly, not really the guy behind you, but it happens because you are in the crowd. Um, yeah, you're in the,
1: you're sharing the same space.
0: Right, and uh, but it happens that if somebody falls down or just get kicked too hard, people are there for him. It's not that you're down, Absolutely. You're for the like, But you're, it happens you're moving that... It, oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, please, please, tell me, tell me. Tell me. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're moving in a very like aggressive and violent motions and a a lot of times in closed space some people are going to get hit but even though you're moving aggressively it's all love like if i feel like i hit somebody a little harder or somebody goes down i'm always going to stop what i'm doing to make sure they're okay
0: yes like
1: people have actually made friends in the pit it's happened to me and i'm sure it's happened to a lot of other people Yes. like oh man cool. like you see somebody after the show like oh man you hit me and blah 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 I'm like oh sorry about that and you know you hug it out and that's your friend for life like anytime you see that person like hey there's that guy you know like yeah. that's happened to me more than once
0: i have to be honest in europe there's been like a trend in last year i noticed some concert in switzerland um not related with the band but with the attitude of the audience that they were there just to hurt people and this is and there was just like those three or four guys you know it's not that there was like yeah. a, a whole crowd but um and it was kind of sad because uh you notice that there were really hurting people and uh and then just like acting like it was just cool you know and uh, when then i was and then i was on tour uh, in some places and there was this huge mosh pit um <laughs> And there were more solidarity in that, you know, like um, yeah nobody likes a tough guy yeah, but I remember being on a hate breed concert here in Switzerland, and um, in the front row there was some guys with the uh, cell phones and everything, and well I they start playing and I just start moshing. and one of the guys called the security on me and uh, I. You know, yeah, and, and then older people come saying, no, no, the guy is just mushing, is not hurting or is not willing to hurt. I, I didn't want to hurt the guy in front of me, of course. But, you know, you want to push this kind of more hardcore. Where, you know, when when the song starts, you push a little bit, you go on the, the left, you go on the right like this, you know. like. But I don't know. Um, That's, I think, it's a little bit sad because, uh, as I said, in the last years, we just saw a little bit more of free violence outside of the, of the, of the most I, I I knew when I was young, you know, and um.
1: yeah, it's coming to like, Heybreed isn't the biggest band, but they are a bigger band amongst that genre or like the aggressive genre. So they're going to hit some places that were venues and crowds that are not accustomed to that. Kind of music and that kind of crowd reaction, and I've had to deal with that in the past working security at a venue. Like, hey, this guy's causing a problem. Like, no, he's not. He's having he's having his version of fun. This is how he enjoys that kind of music. And if I wasn't on the clock, that's how I'd be enjoying this kind of music. So I've been able to help like quell some um, misunderstandings in the crowds from that kind of thing.
0: Yes, And I'm
1: happy I'm there for it because I see, like, you can, if you know what you're looking for, you can see somebody who's just enjoying themselves and somebody who's trying to hurt people. There's a definite difference in the movement of the two.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, um, I noticed that uh, in some places people try also to communicate more. Um, Here in Switzerland at some concert, they just see there was these guys that you know that belong to kind of, a uh, gang or crew or something like this and they're yeah. there just to show off and being violent for nothing uh, but then that nobody, that no, no, nobody nobody talked to them or you know like like this and i think it's kind of sad because as you said um we all went to the motion. i remember one of I guess two or three of my good friends uh i have here in the north part of the country we met in the mosh pit, you know, so, uh, you know, but so this is something that, uh, bounds people, but, uh, I guess maybe it's cause of the last year. There's a lot of frustration going on. I don't know. Um, but, uh, um, I think that I will, I will keep like, keep an eye on people and just say, you know, we are here to have fun. Uh, but it's okay to, to do, I mean, I'm the first one, willing to kick and shout (laughs) in the moment. But at the same time, I don't want people really just get hurt because I remember one of my best friends get kicked in the face and the guy just look at him like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And after the concert, he didn't say anything, you know, like, or, you know, and I think that's kind of, was kind of sad because I lived uh, some kind of moments, similar moments, but those moments in the end unite people and uh, and then in the end, uh, concert is done, and everybody on for on their own ways. And I don't know. People talk about uh, the scene, talk about the community online, but then I want to see those talk there on the scene. You know. Yes. That's yeah. Something that I that I really believe, and one of my goals with the podcast too is try to um, to share uh, my experiences uh, that I have on the scene, like. I remember being like 18, and no, I guess 17, 18, and going to my first metalcore concert with a friends. But these friends was already in the scene from for a couple of eight, uh, uh, years. Sorry. So that means you know you got like this kind of uh, father figure bringing you into the scene, uh, getting to know what does it mean. Uh, go to the concert, feeling, knowing new people. And, um, and sometimes, uh, and now I sounds maybe like an old man, but sometimes nowadays it seems that some of values are really, really a little bit lost. I will say, I don't know. I don't know. It's more, it's more like a feeling, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm the first one willing to share, you know, like we let's go guys let's do this and that let's just enjoy yeah. And then let's go stage dive. I will pick you up, uh, or, uh, yeah, let's they, have you know, fun. But it's, I'm all about having fun. That you have, first of all, you have to show off and then maybe, and maybe post something online. But I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes to me, it's hard to, uh, because I'm missing this, uh, this kind of, kind of feelings of family, you know.
1: Well, I'm fortunate here. There's a pretty tight here in Birmingham. There's a pretty solid hardcore scene. I'm not around it as much just because work and, you know, life and just having resp- having more responsibilities. But I'm still friends with a lot of people that are around it and a lot of younger kids that are making pretty solid music. And, you know, the solid scene here, There's always there's always shows going on. And I make it when I can. If I can't, I'll just look at other people's videos on Instagram. But they have that same love mentality. Like, yeah, it's aggressive and all that. We're going to mosh. Somebody might get hit. It's whatever. It comes with the whole deal. But it's all love.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And I don't see as much, as many, I mean, occasionally there's going to be some crowd killers, but those are far less prevalent than people want to acknowledge sometimes because people like to focus on the negative aspects of things, but it's just the way some people are these days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But for me, like, I just love it. Even from when I first got into hardcore, a lot of the friends I have now, we didn't know each other then, but we were in the same spaces. Yes. Like we shared the same space, but we didn't know each other. But now we like, you know, we're friends and we can talk about this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It's it's all about building those relationships and having fun and making those memories. But that, that's what I've that's what I've missed about live music and shows. It's like getting to see people because I work a lot. So a lot of times, the only time I would see my friends is when they came to a show that I was working and I enjoyed that.
0: Yes, um, honestly, um, I couldn't do the tour I wanted in these two last weeks because I got COVID and, um, uh, one of the things that I love is being on the merch table and yeah. of course selling merch, but, uh, uh, you know, they have the chance to, Oh, do you like the t-shirt? Okay. What size? And then you start, you got like, uh, uh a motive to start talking to people, you know? Oh, did you, did you enjoy the concert? Did you enjoy the evening? And then you start talking, this and that. Um, it happens, How's it there, uh, a couple of years ago, I did the same, and there was a lot of people willing to talk, um, talking about the Europe scene. I really love going to the north, for example, because people there are really willing to talk and share. Um, uh, or mother, my mother tongue is Italian, so when I'm on Italy with some bands, it's double fun because you 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 really communicate with the people there, uh, you know, in a way they understand you percent. So you got that vibe. Um, but um, to me this personally as a shanty, this is something so important, and I think this is one of the reasons why also I I feel myself really comfortable doing podcasts because I like to share my opinion. I like to share uh, my ideas and I like to, to listen to people telling me their stories and experiences, you know? Um, But I still have this feeling that I don't know what it is, um, but um, it's always harder to hollow people get in touch, you know? And I know I'm not talking about in this uh, uh, special situation uh, COVID related about, you know, meeting new people like this. It's just the idea of, uh, um, hello, somebody get into your life, know each other because, um, I think thanks to the music, I had the chance to meet a lot of people. Uh, one of the reasons why we are talking right now is this, you know, we, we get in touch online cause we like the same videos as so we like the same pages. Uh, we got the same interest and, um, and This is something that I um I'm I think that the experience was so precious to me, still so precious to me that I would like that also somebody else would like to live something similar, you know. And um, I don't know, it's it's like um when people ask me why you're straight edge, uh, and some, and sometimes they ask you, it's like a challenge because. They think that you're there just to put a finger and say, "Oh yeah, you're an addicted or you are doing drugs like this." I say, "No, guys. Um, uh, I when I first was on the hardcore and getting to the hardcore, um, I was a punk guy. Uh, I wasn't straight edge. I, I, I never, um, I never did any drugs. But I get I sip a couple of beers, and but I, I was so scared of getting drunk and puke or something like this and uh, that uh, when I found uh, what is Stride, the first time I remember laughing at it. But then it happens that it fits right in my lifestyle, and this is it. Stop it. But it's still important because it comes from this uh, music, from the music scene. You know, um, I was reading uh, some interviews online about how people get into Stride, and it's it's really interesting to see that uh, nowadays people get into strategy uh, for other um, reasons. Uh, but if I have to be honest, most of my friends went into the strategy mostly because of the music. Of course, there are experience, background experience related to the family or friendships uh, and everything that they say, oh, no, I want to change something, or I want something in my life that's gave me strength. Um, but but also, this is one of the reasons why sharing experience uh, is so important, you know, because you see, oh, that guy is, in, in our case, this guy is stretcher, or this guy is vegan, or this guy is this and that, because uh, it's not just a labeling, or it's not just an hashtag, uh, or it's just something, like, cool to show, but it's also something personal. And, and going to the shows, going back to the topic, go to the show, uh, how is important on events like Fornas festival it's not just for the hype but it's just because you reunite different people yeah
1: yeah yeah on on the topic of people being more conversive with each other in person it's just a matter of people being open to meeting someone new a lot of times i've gone to shows and like become buddies with the merch person because like i'll actually talk to them And you never know you might have shared interests other than than the music that they're there for. Like they might be straight edge or they might be into whatever sports you're into or whatever other thing, whatever other interests you may have. So it's just a matter of people being open to meeting new people. Some people aren't. And I've kind of accepted that. I'm always down to make friends. Whether I see you once a year or whether I never see you again, we got the internet and we can shoot the shit there. So there's always that and people have their own relationships with being straight edge. Mine is just that it's what works for me. Like I never drank anything. I think when I was 19, I had a sip of beer. That was when peer pressure would actually work on me. So I tried it like this shit sucks. And that was it.
0: Yeah. I know
1: that. But, and I'll be, I'll be 40 next week. And I'm this, I'm straight edge. Like, it's what works for me. It's what I'm happy being. I don't care if other people aren't because it's a me thing. Like I don't judge anybody for doing anything. Judging people isn't what I'm here to do. I'm here to try to enjoy my life. And what helps me enjoy my life is I like working out. I like being a dad. I love being a dad, actually. I love working out. And I just like to laugh with my friends and have fun doing whatever we're doing. Even if what we're doing is just standing around saying dumb stuff to make each other laugh. Uh, yeah I'm just here to enjoy myself and I wish more people would just do that instead of looking for reasons to disassociate with people because it's not cool they're not cool enough or have that mindset like nobody's nobody's cool enough like just be yourself
0: yes yes that's so important um Fred uh, if I may ask uh, can you give like three song uh, so, so uh, some song advices, for the audience, if what is your music when you while you are training? There is like a top three song that you would say Ooh. that those songs are really the the baddest three.
1: A man, uh going back to songs I've walked out to uh floater by Every Time I Die. That's my favorite Every Time I Die song. Uh Let's see, man. That's a. I need to I tell because there's a lot of music.
0: Yes, I mean, of course, I say top, key, yeah. but you know, even if you just give it just one title, the just, just like <laughs> I think, always interesting when you interview somebody, um, people maybe listen to for 40 minutes talking and then this person like yeah. you know i will advise this song and song because it's like uh, you receive a lot more colors about how these people think or how about these people is living you know <laughs> like and uh-huh. i always think amazing just just thinking about you um for the audience that listen to right now fred is he, also a, a fighter um is doing boxing uh mixed martial art and so one uh, and music is so important for, for the training, the motivation, the mindset. So this is I think this will be great if you can share with us. As you said, every time I die, uh, I love the band. I, I love uh, the band, and uh, they are yeah. crazy good. And uh, but but the They just put out so an
1: cool. album that is very good. It's yeah. so good. That's is. just my take on
0: it. <laughs> uh, you know, I love the song map changes from every time i die yes um, some yes, people some people song. always criticize me in a, in a in a in a criticize me in a in a lovely way uh because they know that i'm more more the melodic guy but uh um, yeah. and that album even they used to be a little bit more melodic but map changes i don't know it's got this crazy energy and yeah uh, that is, is every time i die energy uh but uh, they still have this melody. This, the the lyrics is great, and I remember seeing a video of uh, the um, the Warp Tour. Uh, I guess the last Warp Tour they did, and uh, I remember the git the the, the stage crew start um, um, taking all the instrument out of the stage and everything. But mm-hmm. the guitarist keep playing uh, this riff from the song. Map changes. Uh, Till the end, you know, keep going, playing it, keep going, play, uh, playing. Oh yeah, it. I really love that the idea. Yeah, I've
1: like, seen that video. Yeah, it it uh it struck a chord with me
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sure. Just because I've been to so many warp tours and I've seen them on so many warp tours and like uh just seeing them so much over the years, I became friends with the guy that does their merch now and one of the part, one of the guitars I'm buddies with. So like that seeing them on that video that like, you know, that that would hit me. I'm like, man, I've been to a lot of work tours and they're not gonna be around anymore.
0: You know, for, for uh, I mean, for people of my age, I'm 35, um, we grew up with, uh, here in Europe, with the uh, cities like Pankorama, and, uh, and then uh, with this um, American dream of the Warped Tour, you know uh, this, this is something that I think always amazing to think because uh, here in Europe we have this huge uh, summer uh, open air uh, normally from uh, for, for really dedicated to metal and so there is a lot of people going there is the one well, now vacuum open air in the north um, there is uh, a witful forest and everything but uh, the warp tour is kind of uh, um, how can I say the only Grail. Because and on that kind of tour, play all kind of band you like, from punk rock uh, to metalcore to hardcore to,
1: to hip hop, a little bit of everything.
0: So you know, uh, for us in Europe, uh, if you're thirty, like Warp Tour is something that belongs with Tony Oak Pro Skater too. Warp Tour, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Guitar Hero, all of it. Yes. That's it, that's it. And um, it is something that I like to share when, with people, uh, as I said, from the States, because uh, um, the herd itself is not so big as we think. <laughs> Thanks to internet, we are connected even more easily, but there is this kind of events that, um, once again, unite the whole world, you know, like people in the States going to the warp Tour, but people in Europe dreaming going there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Even before I started going, I would watch. I would see videos on Fuse TV, which is a very dated reference right now because uh, it's probably I don't think it's a thing anymore. But they used to do these like behind the scenes and all this stuff, and like that's kind of how I discovered a few bands before I could even go. I would watch on TV, and it was just this like it seemed so far off. Even though it's here in America and making its way near me, but it was so far off from my reality at the time. But uh, yeah, it was—I don't know—it was a good time. Uh, it was a good—it was a good time to be around the, that scene of music.
0: Yes, you know, I'm just just going to—I'm jumping right now into my DeLorean and doing like a, 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 a <laughs> trip back in time. Um, just thinking about some locations, more locations here in Switzerland. Remember seeing like bands like uh, I grew I grew up with a, with a, a German metal band called Caliban, um, and they're still a band and but they were really huge in the early two thousand. And um, I remember the first time I saw them. I have the chance to see them uh, like in a small venue, so it wasn't this the you know you didn't you don't have this distance from the artist. And, um, and uh I remember then seeing them or seeing poison the well or uh, I don't know and uh, even that location small location I also see silverstein um I, I don't know different man, kind, different different kind of fans <laughs> but you know f- knowing that they oh yeah they are in Europe I have to see them um they just give you these kind of memories these kind of good feelings and uh, um i can re- and i have to be honest i'm not the kind of guy open air guys i'm i'm more for venue concert
1: uh, oh, same
0: same but, but still open air open air i uh, have this kind of special feelings because i guess yeah. you feel more uh, the people the audience and uh, uh, oh yeah what one of the last open air I, here in switzerland uh, i witnessed was with terror and Uh, such a great show, really such a great show. And the audience was also in a good mood. So, you know, good vibes, good motion. And, um, man. They played
1: Furnace Fest and that's the best, uh, that was the best terror set I've ever seen.
0: Oh, cool, cool.
1: Yeah, they played right before every time I die.
0: Oh, um, uh, for you then there was Evan, like. Oh yeah, oh
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen those two bands together on multiple occasions.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I was so intrigued by the video of Combat Kid, because to me, Combat Kid is like a sacral band. Uh, um, I guess uh, when Wake the Dead comes out, um, I was in the early stages of getting to the hardcore and uh, still one of my favorite album ever. Um, I have the chance to see them live in Milan, so in, in the north of Italy, not far away from where I grew up. And it was like a dream, you know? Like, you you, won't believe that that band is on the stage. And and it happens also the same with The Fire Inside. Um, you know, uh, and I don't know how it's in the States, but here in America, Julio, uh, here in uh, Europe, um, we had, or in Switzerland, oh, Honestly, where I grew up, there was like a lot of prejudice against some bands, you know, like I always been, I always loved the bands that older guys aided, let's say like this, you know, but I never, I didn't care because that was the sound that gave me a lot of emotion and happiness. Um, But I remember, uh, as I said, I saw a fire inside and it was the tour for December Underground. So it was, uh, this, yeah. you know, it was this period. Uh, uh what's the name? Uh, hot topics, uh, and uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> a little bit demos and dark yeah. and goth. But uh,
1: Davy hey, Havoc was the poster boy for that,
0: yes, yes. And but yeah. it, it was so good, they played all the songs I loved, and uh, yeah, uh, like what can you say? You know, a uh, band, uh, it's a band when you see. It live. You said before in the interview uh, you uh, working for the security you have this chance to, to witness the band live, to listen to the band yeah. live and in the end you can be whatever you want on stu- in studio but I want to see you live and this is why maybe Comeback Kid also gave me that kick because when I saw them live and I saw them with the old singer uh, the first time so uh, it was yeah. like oh this energy this uh, I ca- is I was on the incredible i mean I don't know like it's something that you, you can feel it maybe but uh, oh and this is something that uh, uh it's so cool when people from the states come here into in europe um because uh, they always had the chance to to talk i was uh, i wasn't the backstage with over the brave and uh, uh straight from the path and it was so so nice you know to talk to these guys and I remember talking with the singer of Over the Brave, there's also the singer of The Spice Icon, um, about my, at the time I was working at the opera. And uh, two months later, he came with The Spice Icon back again in Switzerland and we met. And um, I just had a talk and he remember me talking to him about my, my working for in classical music and ask how it's going. But I was so um, uh, curious because um, uh i went talk to him he was on the, on the merch table and then another guy came but if not people didn't care about the artist you know and uh this is something a little bit uh a little bit sad uh, i think because like another example i went to listen to the this band from uk called malevolence they are really quite cool beat down metal band and I remember writing on, on Instagram to the guy, uh so writing it to the band, see you tonight. And the band answered me, oh, cool, see you tonight. And I remember walking to the, um, into the concert hall and the merch, and the guy on the merch table, look at me. And I didn't know him, but he recognized me from my from the post. And and he says so far, he say, Hi, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Or, yeah, I remember. You know, this is a small things, but I think that m- can make so I think sometimes social uh, are not so social at all you know what I mean no
1: I think people tend to put them up on a pedestal like they're something like more than just a person that like I've made a lot of connections just talking to people just yes. goes back to people being open to meeting new people like just talk to them just shoot the shit with them like you know maybe they'll remember maybe they won't or you just have a nice conversation about whatever band shirt you're wearing, but they're just people just, you know, say hi, talk to them, shake their hand, whatever. But a lot of people get caught up in like wanting to, instead of having a conversation and being in the moment, they want to just take a picture and run away and like, thank you. I'm such a big fan. And then bye. Like, no, just, you know, talk to them. You, You may have some similar interests. You may become more than a fan. You may become friends or whatever. Like I've had a met a few people that way over the years that like when they come through where I am, like, yeah, hey, we'll go get some food, go work out, and then go to the show.
0: Yes, yes. yeah, um you know uh, that was a fun fact. Uh, there was uh, an Italian band on tour um, and they were with um an American band that at the time was under the label uh, Seven Dagger. With the band, the band it's called Armored for Battle. I don't know if you recall it. Uh, the was Remember kind of- that name sounds familiar. And um, we went uh, in Zurich here in Switzerland just buy some stuffs, and the guys were looking for some Dr Pepper, you know. But this is something that here in Switzerland you don't find everywhere. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting just to share. These ten minutes together, we don't know each other. I just say, "Come on, guy, come with me. We just go buy something," and um, and it was interesting to, to just to share this idea of, "Okay, I'm looking for this and that." I say, "You know, man, you're it's not something that you <laughs> find there, you know." And um, and uh, sharing this moment, uh, um, I mean, through the music, I I met uh, some of my best friends. And they're still my best friends nowadays. And so I think that this is, um, I think this is, of course you can have it with whatever kind of hobbies, you know, because I think, because you you are into people that are also into your kind of hobbies. But I don't know, music, music in general got something special. Bounce people in a special way. It is our core, it is pop music. Um, I remember being on the train back to back home after work, and the train did a special stop uh, in a in a small part of after after the main station because uh, there was a concert. So a lot of people just jump on the train to go back home, and uh, and a guy sit there with a colleague, an ex-colleague of mine. And I say, oh, hi, how are you doing? And I, w- I was kind of amazed that the guys start talking because here in Switzerland, uh, people are not used to sit near somebody and start talk, you know? And um, so uh, start to say, hey, what's going on? Where you were? I, I say, ah, we were at the Bon Jovi concert. I said, oh my God, Bon Jovi, that's great because I love Bon Jovi. And, uh, and then I remember having something to eat with me, some bread, and I, I just share with them with this person here there and we just start talking uh through the to the to the next stop and and that was so cool because it was uh, the main factor of starting talking with this person was that he was in a very good mood and of course he was because of the concert and on the other side because we had the same interest about uh, um about Bon jovi in general you know like it was he it was, it was and um so there's a kind of live experience that's tell you and show you um, how is always powerful or is a very powerful media. And um, uh, as I said, um, last uh, couple of days, I mean, 10 days ago, I still had COVID and I was really weak, but uh, I put my headphones on and uh, I was listening to some tunes and it was incredible to see how for, that, for a moment I just, uh, I felt myself good. So for everybody out there, I really hope everybody is safe and see safe and sound. But if you're feeling down, if you're feeling a little bit sick, just put some good music, whatever you like, but it will help. It always helps.
1: It always helps. It always helps. Music has got me through some tough times in life. You know, just just put it in the background for a while. Just focus on enjoying that music, whether it's something new or something old, something that just makes you feel happy, even if temporary. Just take a break from feeling shitty. You know, it helps a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Fred, question. For 2022, there is still some fight coming. Are you going to... You would be back on the ring or right now you are just training?
1: Uh Well, I've been just training for a while and I just found out this past week I was offered a kickboxing match and I'm going to be doing that in February. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's just a, it's a smaller promotion, but honestly I'm not fighting now. It's, it's not my main source of income or any of that. I still do it because I love it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm in a place now where I, I was working in medical sales. I left that. Now I'm just personal training people and, I'm going to be working at a boxing gym pretty soon when it gets up and running. So we're just in the stages of, you know, getting that going. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm in a place now where I can focus on training more. And I'm overall happier away from that job that was kind of draining me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be finding somebody. And I'm looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's great planning. That's, uh, I mean, um, of course, I suppose this episode will be released before the fight for sure. So, um, we, we will get, we will get in touch because we will want to know how it was going. I have another friend of mine is the lead singer of a French metal band called in Arcadia. And he's doing a lot of, um, UFC fighting um in uh, and he is he also fight uh, in the french team and um, from him is also so interesting to see you know the preparation uh and it's cool because it's it's sharing a lot of interest topic and also music related you know so he's also he's also um putting both, th- both things um Together, because you see that uh, one thing motivates the other, and um, yeah. Once again, there's a there's a lot of crossover.
1: I've seen a lot of bands. You know, if they come to the venue early, they'll want to work out. I've seen guys in the back like hitting pads, doing different workouts that are fight related. It's a great workout. Some people actually compete, but some people just do it to stay in shape. But either way, it's there is a lot of crossover. I've had a lot of conversations about fighting people with people that make music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's all passion. So it's just directed it differently.
0: Yes, yes. Um, but as a music, music is also something that is not just that you hear, which you hear yeah, separate, but you also feels in your body. As I said, we go to a concert, we want to do some pogos. We want to do some mosh. We want to scream. We want to shut out everything. You know, it's, it's interesting. as in that way, it's a way to release out all the bad influence, bad ideas, or or extra energy you have. And uh, of course, fighting is for sure one of the most direct way to do it because you are thinking, okay, I'm I'm trying to fight another person. But uh, um, as you say, as we said before, there the right mindset. The right idea behind uh, um, needs different concentration, need a, a good preparation, and and all this uh, this kind of of whatever you you learn working on your body and your mind, then it would be for sure a good a, a great teaching. For, for your life, um, I never been a, a fitness center guy. I have to I have to be honest. I have a friend here in Baza that had a gym. Um, I went there because I had some back problem with my job. So I said I need to you know to to train the muscle, not to to avoid this kind of pain. And it happened that last year I broke my ankle uh, in the half. So it was the first time that I had such a huge fracture on my body. And um, they put me inside of me a lot of metal. And Mm -hmm. uh, um, so the next step, you know, um, was uh, being health in my mind mind too. Um, But uh, then I saw uh, in the recovery time, my body changed and it was okay because in in your mind, you know, you got, you, you got, you get hurt you got an accident, your body needs the time to, to recovery. And, um, and then this good friend of mine just told me, you know, just go and train with this and that. He gave me the right mindset to, to take my time and go two, three times during the week and train my body. And it was so a good feeling because it wasn't just uh, go back on my leg, uh, working also on my body but it was also uh, a lesson for myself you know and uh, so all this story personal story that I tell you is just to um, it's just to tell you that I can relate in some ways when somebody said you know I want to train with some specific goal Yeah, and it's not just kicking the sack or just just jumping the rope it's really uh, I work on routine and on self uh, confidence, um, discipline, and everything. And I, uh-huh. as I said, I uh-huh. have a lot of respect of people can do this because I personally, as Shanti, I'm not the kind of people that person that I would choose like boxing or fighting as as a sport, for example.
1: Yeah, yeah, I train a lot of people, and like I know there's um, like not everybody wants to train to fight people. But it's good. It's a good workout, so you can burn a lot of calories and all of that good stuff. And that's what I talk to people about when we start training together. Like, what are your goals? Like, most people, because it's it's a very odd thing to want to find somebody. I know that. I acknowledge that. But uh, some people just want to get in shape. So I talk. the, The main difference in between training somebody who competes and training somebody who just wants to get in shape. It's just the way I talk to them, how strict I am on how on their technique, on their mechanics of doing things. Because there's certain ways you have to do things when you're going to fight somebody. Yeah. But if you're just trying to get in shape, it's all about moving your body, get, getting up off the couch and just breaking a sweat, feeling better about yourself.
0: Yes, knowing yourself better also, because this is something that also I have to learn. Um, I got some idea of my body and start training. Uh, just gave me this new knowledge about how my body work, and uh, it works on different levels—not just physical, but also mentally and sp- what well, I would say also spiritually in some ways. You know, like you, you, you reach like a new dimension. Oh, this is uh, this is uh, so important, Fred. Um, I have to thank you very much for your time. Uh, because uh, for once again, uh, for the audience, I, I met Fred online because we had the same passion for music. Um, I was inspired from his post about uh, training um, and about music. Uh, you are a very fun person. And uh, I am very glad that we found the time to record this episode together. And I really yeah. hope out there people listening to this episode got some um, some knowledge, something new, some inspiration about doing what is your passion in life and follow the way. Um, we discuss we discuss about how music shape our life, uh, how motivates us going through this, and so uh, I have to thank thank you very much. For, for taking the time and be part of music to live for with Shanti. Um, Do you have uh, one last message for the audience that's going to listen to this episode?
1: Uh, just be positive. Do things that make you happy. Don't let the negative bullshit weigh you down. And just be open to meeting new people, trying new things. And move your body. Be healthy. That's it. <laughs>
0: That's it. yeah man this is uh, i i know that it seems sometimes something that is uh, like cliche or something but it's this is the truth out there yeah. this is the truth we are living right now in a special period where being healthy doesn't mean just eat healthy but it's also thinking in 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 some ways Yeah, it's as much mental as it is physical yeah
1: it's just, yeah cuz i mean if it's it's all about mindset I feel better. It's just me. I feel better when I work out. I feel better when I break a sweat. I feel better when I earn my meals, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just think it would be better for everybody. And you you release a lot of negative bullshit out of your brain, out of your body, out of your heart, out of your spirit. I mean, you're just focused on a goal. A physical goal helps. It's just walking or lifting weights or whatever it is. You don't have to punch stuff. A lot of days I don't punch stuff, but I'll walk a mile and just feel better after moving my body.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Fred, for your words. Um, I wish you all the best. Um, I wish you the best for the coming fighting. And uh, we we will keep in touch. Um, In the description of the episode, there will be your your link for your Instagram, if somebody will get in touch with you. uh, Guys, if you have any question out there um, uh, related to the music but related also to the fighting, uh, to the boxing, uh, just go. Fred is a really good person. He will give you some good advices, some good answers. Fred, thank you very much and I wish you all the best.
1: Thank you very much, brother. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Check this out.